Hi friends, and welcome to the Fullness of Joy podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Matheson. Here at the Fullness of Joy, we talk about hard things in light of the gospel. We encourage our hearts by reminding ourselves of the truth day in and day out. I pray this encourages your heart and that you're challenged to know Christ more deeply as a result. I am so glad you're here. Welcome back, friends. I am so glad you're here and hope that whatever you're doing today, you are being filled with joy. Today, we're going to unpack this statement, God helps those who help themselves. But before we do that, I want to pray for us. God, I just thank you so much for the gift that we have of communicating with one another. And I thank you that podcasting is a way that you have allowed me to do that with these sweet listeners. Lord, I pray that you would just bring your truth to the forefront and that they would be encouraged by the words that you give me to share today. In your name I pray. Amen. So friend, have you ever heard the statement, God helps those who help themselves? Well, many people believe that this phrase is in scripture. And I was shocked to learn that a few years back, 52% of professing Christians believe that it was a verse in the Bible. Well, y'all, there is no such verse. God helps those who help themselves is a quote that many people attribute to Benjamin Franklin, but it's actually from an English politician named Algernon Sidney who lived in the 1600s. Regardless of where this quote comes from, we can say with confidence that it's not biblical. The entire message of the gospel is one of self-denial and surrender, which means that we really can't do anything to help ourselves. You may be listening to this and wondering, what does she mean when she says the gospel? Well, each of us was created by God. Thousands of years ago, God created the first man and woman, Adam and Eve. And the trouble is that they began to question their trust in God and wonder if he would really come through for them. The consequence of their actions was death. And this sin created an eternal separation called hell between us and God if we decide not to choose him. So struggle entered the world and for a while hope seemed like it was lost. But the beautiful thing about God is that he had a plan for this. He loved the people that he created in spite of their betrayal. And thousands of years later, he sent hope to the world in the form of his only son, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was born of a virgin. He walked on earth as a man, but possessed all of God's power within his earthly body. Jesus died a sinner's death on a cross, but three days later, he rose from the dead. And because Jesus rose from the dead, we can have eternal life in heaven. And when you choose to say yes to him, he takes all the brokenness and junk in your life and he turns it into something beautiful for him. So if you want to experience that lasting peace and hope, all you have to do is come to him. He's waiting with open arms. This isn't about praying the perfect prayer or doing all the right things. It's about living in relationship with the creator of the universe. This is a sacred and beautiful privilege that we can't take for granted. And he loves us enough to give us the best help of all, which is salvation through his son. So now, why would this quote, God helps those who help themselves, sound so appealing to us in the first place? Well, think about how we are raised in the culture we live in. I know people all around the world can listen to this podcast, but if you live in the United States, you were bred for self-sufficiency. The American mentality is that we get stuff done and we do it by ourselves. We figure things out. We don't want to be weak or need the help of others. We just want to be, quote, successful at whatever the cost. And that needle or measure for success is always moving moving. But God's kingdom and his ways are so completely different. He tells us that the most important thing we can do is humble ourselves by admitting our need for him. He tells us that we need to be a servant instead of expecting to be served. 
I don't know if any of y'all have been watching The Chosen, but it's been such a blessing to me and our family. If you don't know what it is, it's the first multi-episode series about the life of Jesus, and it is so well done. And the goal of this series is to portray what life would have been like in Galilee and weave Bible stories from the Gospels into it. Anyway, as I watch The Chosen, I am just so struck by how gentle and kind yet firm and strong Jesus is. I see that he truly longs for his people to love him above all else because it's what's best for them. He wants them to be able to receive his love and give it away. And The Chosen isn't sponsoring the podcast. I just wanted to give a shameless plug. But as I've been watching and I see this beautiful portrayal of Jesus and I consider his life and how he was sent to show us the love of the or show the people the love of his heavenly father. I see that if I were able to help myself, I wouldn't need Jesus. And this is really similar to what we discussed last week when we talked about how God never gives you more than you can handle is also a false statement. So I want us to consider the difference between thinking that everything is up to you and the other extreme, not being a person of action because you're waiting on God to work things out. So on the one extreme, we may be tempted to go about life as though everything is up to us. And this is where I lived, honestly, for the first probably 25 years of my life. When I was in college and in my early to mid 20s, I wanted to be seen as very capable and as a good Christian girl. And I don't think I would have said it quite like this, but if you examine the motives behind my actions, that's that's where I was. I was just so desperate to find some solace in knowing that I was okay with God just as I was. Well, as I mentioned in the first couple episodes where I shared my testimony, I had experienced a situation with sexual abuse in my childhood, and that just left me feeling dirty and unworthy of love and it just completely changed my outlook on life and left me very devastated with my innocence shattered and it took years for me to finally recognize that situation for what it was but the false beliefs that I developed as a result of this incident along with some other difficulties growing up just set me on a path of trying to earn my righteousness before God. I wrongly believed that I could wash myself clean by performing for him and that my purity and that my righteousness were all based on the amount of good things I could do. Well, this is a horrible way to approach life, and it gets pretty exhausting. In Galatians, it says in chapter 1, verse 10, it says, For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. You know, we can't serve, the Bible says we can't serve two masters. We can't serve God and we can't serve money. But we also can't serve God and try to please people. We've got to please him above all else. And in some instances, we'll please others in the process. And other times, we'll disappoint other people in the process. So those of us who have experienced hardship, or pretty much, which is anyone, (laughs) us as humans, our tendency is either to run to those big bad sins, quote unquote, that ultimately will destroy your life in an attempt to hide from God, or you'll run to those, quote, pretty sins in order to look good and look as though you've got it all together and try and earn favor with him and with others. On the other extreme from performance and people pleasing is a sin of passivity. We can just sit around and do nothing and say we're waiting on God. Instead of being people of action, we could say we're waiting on him to fix our marriage or our job situation or our parenting. But we're actually just folding our hands and sitting in the comfort of all we know instead of stepping into the unknown with him. So how do we move past this mentality of believing that we have to help ourselves before God will help us? Well, we get to choose whether we want to live this life with God or for God. 
And this is the difference between relationship and religion. When we say that we want to live with him, we are focused on our relationship with him. What we can do with him, meaning what he's going to empower us to do, what he's called us to do, what he's instructed us to do, versus what we feel like we need to be doing or the things that we conjure up to try and earn favor. We get to choose if we believe what he says about himself and what he says about us. And when we do that, when we believe what he says and we decide to take him at his word, then we can make choices that honor him because we're resting in his love for us. When we feel a sense of obligation or duty, there's chances that we haven't been made new or we've just slipped back into performing or trying to earn his love. And this can happen multiple times throughout the day. I mean, there's so many times throughout the day where I will be in the midst of mothering my kids and I'll find that I'm just kind I'm just kind of in survival mode where I'm kind of nitpicking and there's all these things that I want them to do and I want them to do it faster than fast and I just have to remind myself wait a second God's chosen me to be their mom and I get to be in relationship with them I'm not here to control them because they are not given to me to control. I'm here to lead them, to guide them. And the fact is, they need my help. <laughs> it says this quote that we're kind of de- that we're unpacking is God helps those who help themselves. Well, if you think about God as our heavenly father, and obviously a poor image of our um, parenting <laughs> allows us to kind of understand our heavenly father. But as I'm mothering my children, I realize that they can't help themselves. <laughs> there are so many things that they cannot do for themselves. And God gave me to them to allow them to learn dependence on me so that then later down the road, they'll learn what a healthy dependence on God looks like. So when we trust God for who he says he is, we'll recognize that we honestly can't do anything on our own. And the things that we try to do on our own, they stink to God. He doesn't want them. He wants our hearts and he wants our lives. So when we trust in him, he calls us new. He calls us loved. He calls us redeemed. He doesn't look at us as a good little Christian soldier who has to do more. And so when we embrace that idea, identity. We can take off the need to be a good Christian or a good little soldier, and we can just enjoy being his. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So friends, we have the privilege of resting in the love of our Savior and trusting him to do what we could not and never could do, which is save us from ourselves. This is the power of the gospel. I'll talk to you next week, friends. Who doesn't love a good quiz? I know I've taken one too many quizzes on BuzzFeed that showed me which Disney princess I was or which character from my favorite book most resonated with me or which 90s song was my personality. Well, friends, I have created a quiz for you that's just a tad more useful. And this quiz is called Are You Living in Survival Mode? And you can take it right on my website. I found that if I'm not careful, I can creep into just getting through the days instead of enjoying them and thriving. You can take this new quiz on my website to figure out if you're approaching burnout or living in overwhelm. Friend, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this show. I created it to share the truth of God's word with those near and far. I pray it has been a blessing to you. If you enjoyed listening to the show, would you please leave a review wherever you're listening and share it with a friend? This will help more people find it. Thank you so much and have an awesome day.